0: What's up movie viewers, Dinamo Views and Reviews here once again asking, what are you watching? Well, today I am watching Respect, starring Jennifer Hudson as Aretha Franklin, Sky Dakota Turner as Young Aretha, Forest Whitaker as the Reverend C.L. Franklin. Marlon Wayans as Ted White, one of Aretha's ex-husbands, and Audra McDonald as Barbara Franklin, who is her mother, and a very short cameo appearance by Mary J. Blige as Dinah Washington. I've been waiting to watch Respect. Respect is directed by Lizel Tommy, and it is written by Tracy Scott Wilson and Callie Corey. Jennifer Hudson was personally approved by Aretha Franklin to play her in a movie about her. This was something that Miss Franklin uh, decided before she transitioned. And perhaps she did this because she felt Jennifer Hudson encapsulated her star power. Either way, the movie respects opens up in Detroit in 1952, and there is a very young Aretha, and she is being awakened from her slumber and pulled out of bed by her father, C.L. Franklin, who is played again by Forrest Whitaker. She is asked to come downstairs and to sing to a house full of black celebrities. The party is star-studded and these guests are drinking and partying and it's late night and they are having a good time in the Reverend C.L. Franklin's home. Now Aretha is living in this home with her father, her siblings, and her father's mother who is her grandmother. Now he is rearing the children with her assistant. This movie never actually goes into why Aretha's mother Barbara Franklin split from her father simply shows Aretha and her mother's strong relationship. It shows their connection and their bond despite them living apart from one another. Now, it is said that their mother Uh, moved to Buffalo, New York leaving the couple's four children with the father but she periodically traveled to Detroit to visit with the children and the children visited with her in New York during the summer. Now Aretha's mother was skilled at playing the piano and she could sing and Aretha would spend lots of time singing bonding and enjoying her mother's company whenever they visited with her until her mother died of a heart attack in 1952 at the age of 34. And Aretha was so grief-stricken by her mother's death that she stopped singing. And of course, this just did not sit well with her father, the Reverend C.L. Franklin. And as you will see in this movie, he had a problem with that because he felt her voice was a gift and he wanted her to use it. Now, Aretha's father, again, the Reverend C.R. Franklin, was a Baptist minister and a pastor of his own church, a personal friend to Martin Luther King Jr., as well as being closely acquainted with various famous black celebrities, as I've said before. All of the people of that time and that era, he was very familiar with them. He was known as the man with the million-dollar voice, so we can see where Aretha gets her talent from now the reverend franklin had four children with barbara irma cecil aretha and carolyn he also fathered a daughter by the name of Carol ellen kelly and he fathered this child with a 12 year old member of his congregation by the name of mildred jennings during his tenure at New Salem Baptist Church in Memphis, Tennessee. Mm. Now, he controlled his home with humility and sternness. And in spite of doing so, there was a clip that showed while Aretha's father was hosting these many parties, one of his party guests made his way into young Aretha's bedroom. This person was never identified in the movie, but he came in charming this little girl. He befriended her and sexually manipulated her, resulting in her giving birth to a son at age 12 and again at age 13. This was never detailed or even referenced beyond this point in the movie. This movie kind of simply glossed over the fact and any details regarding it. Now, the movie did, however, show the dynamic between Aretha and her father when it came to using her musical abilities, her gift. The Reverend C.O. Franklin loved having her sing and perform at his parties, his sermons, church events, and Aretha interpreted it as also a form of control. The movie clearly established that there was tension regarding what Aretha wanted to accomplish with her musical gift and what... Her charismatic father wanted and expected from her. Aretha seemed to see it as a means of controlling her life. And she felt it was for his own benefit. Aretha wanted to do what Aretha wanted to do with her her own dream for using her talent. And she would often remember what her mother told her and that was, your daddy doesn't own your voice. Nobody does but God. This remark would prove to be uh, pivotable later on in her life. Now, while in her 20s, Aretha Franklin's father assisted in landing her a contract with a recording studio where she would go on to record jazz. Her dad described her to the studio executive as a black Judy Garland. Now, I didn't like that part when he asked Aretha to stand up and twirl around for the um, record producer. I just didn't like that particular part. But it was not... um, What she wanted for herself musically. She felt it did not capitalize on her talents. And she wanted more control over the kind of music she made. And she exclaimed she wanted number one hits. So things took a dramatic turn when Aretha met a hustler. A pimp at one of the parties that her father was having at their house. His name was Ted White. And he was played by Marlon Wayans her father despised him immediately. And neither of the men could stand the sight of one another. In fact, in one scene, the Reverend Franklin sees their chemistry and he knows that Aretha likes him and the guy likes her. And um, Marlon told Aretha that um, if she wanted to be rebellious, he was willing to donate his body. (laughs) But the Reverend C.O. Franklin saw this, and he didn't want Aretha to be involved in a relationship with this hustler. He saw that attraction, and perhaps it was her being rebellious, and I think it was. But either way, she ended up marrying Ted White, making him her manager, and giving birth to a son. Now, he proved to be a very jealous guy. He was very abusive to her. He was overbearing. And he still was a hustler. And what was amazing is that uh, Aretha knew this. (laughs) She was aware of this, but she was okay with it. Now, he had a horrible temper, and I have to say, when I saw Marlon Wayans playing this role, I could not imagine him being in a serious role such as this one, but he was quite convincing. By the time the movie was over, I was pissed at him for beating up Aretha, especially that scene in the elevator where he assaulted her. Hmm. I was like, girl, that's Marlon Wayans, Mm -mm. don't let him hit you like that. Anyway, those scenes where Marlon was demanding certain things for his wife from the record producers, including Jerry Wexler. I mean, Ted was being aggressive and demanding on certain issues. Even so, I, even so, I still believe that Jerry Wexler should have um, acceded to her creative demand, and and he did because he knew she helped to make him rich, and he and she deserved she deserved to have her creative demands met. But that fight scene with Marlon, <laughs> when he was fighting the white, the white guy in the hotel, it was so freaking funny to me. It just had me giggling. I, I guess this image in my head of uh, Marlin. It just, <laughs> but it was just hilarious to me. If you watch the movie, you'll see what I'm talking about. This movie really highlighted Aretha's so-called demons. The sexual assault, the domestic abuse she endured, her bout with drinking alcohol, and her mental trauma, the demons, oh my God, they would literally cause a person to shut down or even break down. And so, to me, it would be understandable that she would have her moments. It showed her as a flawed character that she was dealing with a lot of unresolved issues as best she could with I understand that. Now, I watched Genius Aretha, and it never went into the details of the actual physical abuse from her husband, Ted, as deeply as this movie did. Respect went there. However, I do agree that it showed how trauma affected Aretha. And um, these demons, as they were, Referred to in this movie. They really affected her and I'll admit I could not understand her marrying a man like Ted White knowing what he did for a living. The only acceptable explanation for me would be rebellion and just trying to get away from what she saw as an overbearing father because she did have some little spats with her father. Now this did however explain the lyrics to the song I ain't never loved a man. Oh, that's my jam! <laughs> but I was always wondering, was he the inspiration for the song? You know, the one where she opens up with, "You're no good, heartbreak. You're a liar and you're a cheat. And I don't know why I let you do these things to me." Anyways, I'm going to have to give this movie a 2 out of 4. This movie kind of clouds over a lot of events in her life to me. Although it did include Miss um, Franklin's involvement in the civil rights movement and friendship with Martin Luther King Jr. And I now know the real reason for her collapse on stage at one of her live concerts back in the day. I still kind of felt like it missed its mark in some areas because it ended so abruptly to me i really did not like how it ended and let me not leave out the part with mary j wise when she's playing Dinah washington oh my goodness that part was explosive for me she was offended that aretha was playing her music in front of her and she turned over the tape spoiler alert <laughs> after the fact i was like woo honey imagine the arrogance you would think that if somebody is honored would be honored to hear somebody mimicking them on stage with that part it just threw me for a little i really did not like how it ended to me it did not emphasize some of the great accomplishments that she did, the great moments, the grand moments that um, were in her musical career and it did not focus on more of her accomplishments and how she overcame some of her setbacks. It just kind of stopped. I didn't like the ending. It left me feeling a bit sad for what she had to experience or endure in her life. She fought her way through, and she did not succumb to heartbreak and misfortune in her life. She dealt with it. She rolled with it because we all have our own hills, mountains, and valleys to experience, and that's what she was doing. Whereas the previous documentary really had me focusing more on what she actually accomplished in spite of her life trauma and experiences. I felt respect clouded over much, as I've said before, and emphasized the negative aspects of her life. It seemed to skip, like I said, some of her important moments. And again, perhaps that was the writer's intent or the director's intent. I can't speak for them. But what I can say is that Miss Aretha Franklin was a talented, phenomenal woman. A larger-than-life individual that endured calamity and left an amazing legacy, despite circumstances that would have caused others to fail. There is no denying her well-earned place in history and her earning the title as the Queen of Soul. Her music is still played and enjoyed today, especially by me, and will be way into the foreseeable future. Now, Respect is rated PG-13. And if you would like to check out Respect, you can do so because it is currently on several streaming services, including Prime Video, Epix, and Roku, just to name a few. This has been Mo Views and Reviews, inviting you to like, share, and comment. And be sure to join me for my next movie view and review. And most of all, I want you to remember... It's my view. Now, what you watching?